Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. And sisters, we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually parts of one another. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us exercise them. If prophecy in proportion to the faith, if ministry in ministering, if one is a teacher in teaching, if one exhorts in exhortation, if one contributes in generosity, if one is over others with diligence, If one does acts of mercy with cheerfulness, let love be sincere, hate what is evil, hold on to what is good, love one another with mutual affection, anticipate one another in showing honor, do not grow slack in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope, endure in affliction, persevere in prayer, contribute to the needs of the holy ones, exercise hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Have the same regard for one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. The word of the Lord. In you, O Lord, I have found my peace. O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor are my eyes haughty. I busy not myself with great things, nor with things too sublime for me. Nay, rather, I have stilled and quieted my soul like a weaned child, like a weaned child on its mother's laps, so is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord, both now and forever. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. One of those at table with Jesus said to him, Blessed is the one who will dine in the kingdom of God. He replied to him, A man gave a great dinner to which he invited many. When the time for the dinner came, he dispatched his servant to say to those invited, Come, everything is now ready. But one by one they all began to excuse themselves. The first said to him, I have purchased a field and must go examine it. I ask you, consider me excused. And another said, I have purchased five yoke of oxen, and am on my way to evaluate them. I ask you, consider me excused. And another said, I have just married a woman, and therefore I cannot come. The servant went and reported this to his master. Then the master of the house, in a rage, commanded his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and alleys of the town, and bring in here the poor and the crippled, the blind and the lame. The servant reported, Sir, your orders have been carried out, and still there is room. The master then ordered the servant, Go out to the highways and hedgerows, and make people come in, that my home may be filled. For I tell you, none of those men who were invited will taste my dinner. The Gospel of the Lord. We, though many, are one body in Christ. And individually parts of one another, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us exercise them. So wrote St. Paul in his powerhouse letter 
to the Romans. We just finished a section addressed to Rome's Jews. There were about 50,000 Jews in Rome in Paul's time. Chapter 12, which we read from today, starts the section on the moral life. And Paul starts it out with a, a pep talk, a motivational speech. And rightly so, the moral life is hard. It merits a pep talk. And so Paul exhorted the Romans, rejoice in hope, endure in affliction, persevere in prayer. We are all given gifts, difficult ones to varying degrees according to God's grace. All one has to do is look around a room full of adults or children and he will see that God has blessed us with a great, beautiful variety. We are not just machines. We have immortal souls. That is why the Catholic tradition has always been to educate the whole child, to broaden his horizons, to teach him to look out beyond this fading away world and not just train him for some specialized function like like he's a robot. Robots do not rejoice in hope, endure in affliction, or persevere in prayer. St. Paul rejoiced in his sufferings. He did so in hope. Why would he do that? Why would he ask us to do that? Well, the church teaches us that suffering is a punishment for sin. So, someone wrote, we deserve it. But Father, I'm good. I go to Mass and treat others like I would like to be treated. Well, that's good. Keep doing that. However, that will not prevent you from suffering. Why? Well, because when one part of your body is sick or diseased, it affects the whole body. We are all in this together. Someone wrote a few years back in a book about when bad things happen to good people. Well, Christ and St. Paul had that problem figured out 2,000 years ago. The good will suffer along with the evil. Suffering is a collective punishment. We deserve it. So, let's not waste it. Quote, Lovingly accepted suffering can not only atone for our own sins, but moreover be offered for others. Any committed Christian with a firm belief that suffering is not in vain has strength to accept it without complaining. He who contemplates Christ on the cross will gain the conviction that suffering is deeply meaningful. It's easier to carry a heavy cross animated by this belief than to put up with a bad head cold that is viewed as meaningless. An old poem states, The standard of our king comes forth. The mystery of the cross shines upon us. That cross on which life suffered death and by his death gave life. Hail, O cross, our only hope. Rejoice in hope, endure in affliction, persevere in prayer.